G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Jesus said, If you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. I recently saw the title of a book. It was called How to Defeat Satan. I thought to myself, that's one book I won't be buying. You see, the first lesson of warfare is know your enemy. And Satan is not one who needs to be defeated, but one who is defeated. People who are attempting to defeat Satan are actually engaging in dead works. Now, dead works is trying to do what Jesus has already done. You see, Jesus faced Satan under the same conditions as Adam did. But where Adam failed, Jesus prevailed. But it was in his life that Jesus defeated Satan for himself. But on the cross, he overcame him for us. In fact, the Bible says that for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. That word destroy in the Greek is the word luo, which doesn't mean to make an end of, but to loose, dissolve, break, sever, or untie. We have been loosed from Satan's authority over our lives. We've been taken out of the kingdom of darkness and put into the kingdom of God. This is Set Free with Ken Legg. And I'm Phil Edwards. And this week, our subject is spiritual warfare. What do you feel about that? Now, Ken, you were saying in your introduction that Satan is a defeated foe. If that's the case, why do we even need to talk about this subject at all? Well, Paul exhorts us to stand against the wiles of the devil. Uh, the word wiles means trickery or his lying in wait to deceive us. Now, Satan's only weapon against us is deception. He's got no authority over us, but he can deceive us. And, uh, well, what havoc he wreaks upon the church and unsuspecting Christians with that weapon, the weapon of deceit. So the only weapon he has is this weapon of deception. If you think about it, every influence of the enemy upon our lives is one of deception. It springs from deception, if you like. I mean, even take temptation, for example. Temptation is the lie that if we choose our way instead of God's way, we're going to be happy, which we won't be. Um, condemnation is the lie. It's, it's uh, the lie that Satan says we're guilty when God says we're righteous. So he's the father of lies, and he has seducing spirits, lying spirits, if you like, that go out to deceive. Um, he questions the word of God. He tries to undermine it. He denies it outrightly and so on. And he even sends false teachers into the church to, to bring wrong doctrines and false doctrine because he knows if we believe a lie, then he has power over us in the lie that we've taken. So he mis misrepresents God to us and causes us to, lead, uh, to believe lies about God and about ourselves and so on. It sounds to me like you're saying that it's important for us to know our enemy. You use those words actually in your in your intro. Yeah. But how are we actually to deal with Satan? I mean, what is spiritual warfare about anyway? See, there's lots, lots of books out there about it and, and teaching on the subject. But, you know, when, when a push comes to shove, yeah. how do you actually get into spiritual warfare? 
Yeah, well, if I can respectfully say, uh, Phil, I think we need to forget a lot of the books <laughs> and just look at what the Bible says. And uh, in Ephesians chapter 6, uh, Paul tells us actually to do three things. First of all, he says, be strong in the Lord. Now, if you know the book of Ephesians, it's all about being in Christ. You know, yeah. So he spends the first half of the book telling us that we're in Christ. Now he says, be strong in Christ. You're in Christ, so be strong in your position in Christ. A lot of Christians are trying to be strong for the Lord. God's never asked us to try and be strong for him. He said, be strong in me. Uh, in other words, understand that I have won the victory over Satan and stand in that victory. You know, a lot of Christians are running around talking about getting the victory over Satan. Well, he got the victory. Mm-hmm. Praise God, he got the victory yeah, at the cross. And uh, he gives us the victory. Thanks be unto God who gives us the victory. Well, how do we get the victory? Well, this is the victory that overcomes the world even our faith. So we stand in our confidence and our trust in the finished work of Jesus on the cross. Not only did he pay for our sin and make us righteous with God, but he defeated the enemy. And so we stand firm in that. Now, Paul says, um, fight the good fight of faith. I don't know whether you got into many fights at school, uh, oh, never. Phil, but there no, were, no. no, I couldn't believe, uh, even imagine that you would. But, um, you know, there, there were bad fights and there were good fights. And you know that a good fight is a fight that you know you're going to win. <laughs> mm, that's right. And a fight that's worth fighting for. Amen. That's right. Well, the good fight of the, you know, the Christian life is a fight that's already been fought and won. And that's why it's called the fight of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. I guess the way you fight that fight is by knowing what your tools are, what your what your weapons are. Yes. Really. And ultimately that's the the word of God. So we need to be strong in the Lord. What else? Okay, the next thing you said was put on the whole armor of God. Now again, if I can just pause there and underline that word God. I've got a book at home, Phil, and uh, it's a quite a thick book, and uh, it's all about the armor of God. But when I got it home and I started to read it, it's not actually about the armor of God at all. It's about the armor of man. You know, this writer was saying now, uh, for example, put on the belt of truth. Now, if we are truthful, then we have a belt to protect us. Mm. It's not about our truthfulness. It's it's the truth that God gives us, which is the word of God. Um, you know, where it says put on the breastplate of righteousness. This man went on to say, now, as long as we walk righteously, then we can stand against the enemy. Well, of course, the righteousness that it's speaking about there is the righteousness of Christ. It's put on the mm. armor that God is given to us. Not you know? self-righteousness. Not self-righteousness, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of the story in the Bible that we read about um, You know, when David went out against Goliath. Do you remember that time when Saul said to him, now put on my armor. If you're going to go out against this giant, put on my armor. He couldn't fit. even stand up in it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that's what happens if we go out in the armor of man. We can't even stand up in that armor. But the armor of God has already been tried and proven and uh, you know, is capable of causing us to walk in the victory. I'm glad that God provides us with the armour <laughs> yeah. because we wouldn't be able to stand otherwise. Of course, like David said, after he rejected Saul's armour, uh, which is, of course, that picture of trusting in the flesh, yeah. he said that I haven't been tested, but I've proven the armour of God. Yeah. What's the next piece of advice that Paul gives? Um, well, he said to stand. You know, That's all we're going to do is stand. In fact, he said it three times. He says, stand, stand, stand. And then he said, having done all, stand, mm. you know, withstand. Uh, so he's trying to tell us something here. Maybe and, he uh, knew we were a bit thick. Yeah, well, <laughs> I do wonder because, you know, what we see today is a lot of people that are uh, trying to defeat the enemy and uh, bind him and break the powers and the principalities and powers over nations and regions. And we talk about spiritual mapping and all these things that have come into the church under the guise of spiritual warfare, whereas 
all that Paul taught us to do was, you know, to be strong in the Lord, to put on the armor of God and to stand, mm. stand in the finished work of Christ. And that's why I said earlier on that all these things of, you know, trying to bind the principalities and power, they're dead works. A dead work is, is a work that we're trying to do that Jesus has already done. He has defeated Satan. And all we need to do is to stand in that finished work of Jesus. It reminds me of a, another little story in the Bible. And, and I do love the way that a lot of these New Testament doctrines are illustrated so well in the Old Testament. You remember one of David's mighty men, Phil, his name was Shama. The Philistines were trying to take his uh, lentil patch off him. And the Bible says that he stationed himself in the middle of the field. He defended it and killed the Philistines and the Lord brought about a great victory. He just stood there and God brought about a great victory that day. Now, what's my lentil patch? What's the enemy uh, trying to kind of um, take from me? It might be, you know, it might be my ministry. It might be my family. It might be, for some people, it might be their workplace where the testimony of Jesus Christ is what God wants them to stand for in that place. And all that we need to do is to do what we've been talking about today, which is um, to be strong in the Lord, to put on the whole armor of God, which we're going to look at this week, and then to stand in the finished work of Jesus, the victory that's already been won, to stand in that. And I can tell you now, if I had a lentil patch that someone was trying to take off me, they could have it. <laughs> <laughs> Not a big fan of lentils. Okay. <laughs> it really is It's good stuff. And I think really what, what you're saying here is, Often we just overcomplicate this, but we yep. just need to come back to what Scripture actually says and those key three things. Be strong in the Lord, put on the whole armour of God, and to stand. Important insight today on the subject of spiritual warfare. We'll have more for you tomorrow. Until then, remember you don't have to carry that baggage because God wants you to be set free. For books, DVDs, small group studies and other resources from Ken Legg and details about Ken's ministry, shop online at vision.org.au. That's vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.